Welcome to the Bear Pit Pod. We're back. Didn't go as planned, did it, that first no, time? It, it ticked so many boxes, the worst case scenario, that, that Saturday performance. It really did. It was an absolute shocker. Yeah, it wasn't absolute shock. It wasn't it, the start we had planned. It didn't. It, 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 it frustratingly felt like last season never even ended. It kind of just seemed that the kind of all, all the ill thoughts and negative vibes from last season just seamlessly slid into this season in one hour's time into play. There was a bit of a spark before the game started, but that was banished. Didn't last too long. Banished quickly. Didn't last too long. Before we do get into this, obviously. We are sponsored by Fansbet, um, which are our new partner. Uh, if you bet with them, if you're having a bet at the weekend, make sure to sign up via them. Make sure you quote Stoke City and the Bear Pit TV as your fan partner and you'll help us out. You'll also help us to support the Dougie Mac Hospice. And they've also got, you know, every week they're going to give us a special or so uh, around Stoke or the match at the weekend. But obviously the Premier League kicks off this weekend. So I'm sure everyone's going to be having a bet on the Premier League. But if you want a Stoke special, they have got Sam Vokes to score and Stoke to win against Charlton. Fancy that? Like the sound of that club at Craig? I like the sound of it, whether it'll happen. Nine to two. And then Sam Vokes to score the first or last goal, also nine to two. So make sure if you want to have a bet on that, go and check out Fans Bet and their fan partner specials. Or you're just having a bet on the Premier League, sign up through the Bear Pit, help us out, and then go and have a bet um, on whatever else. But yeah, to get into Should we do it then? Let's. Let's get into it again. Um, we had one pod last week, that is, where we briefly had a kind of bit of positive vibes, didn't we? Yep. It was really positive. And the mighty potters have come in and they've, they've ruined it, <laughs> as, as they generally do. They brought Pretty them right much. by the underwear. <coughs> Let's go back to the lineup, though. Yeah. And I think the preferred 11 we did almost had it spot on. We forgot the fact, and some people hammered us in the, <laughs> the YouTube yeah. comments. Sorry, <laughs> listen, we don't know it all. Uh, that Liam Lindsay had a one-match ban. Which Somebody said in the comments, like, you really should know this. Yeah, we, we <laughs> probably should. I felt a bit guilty. But, but we did. Um, but that, I think that was the only change. That was the only change, and Collins came in um, instead. But it was it was the team, bar Ryan Shawcross, of course, that started the Leicester game, I think, player for player. And um, it was the team that most fans would have gone for. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily the players that I felt didn't work. It was more, we're going to quote this word a lot this podcast, but the diamonds. The diamond, the system, the formation. The system is what I felt was our biggest undoing um, against QPR. Do and you agree? Yes, I, I have to, I have to, I think from what I, only from, I'm going from what I saw um, with my own eyes and that was the, as we'll get on to later in the game, we switched to wide players mm -hmm. in a different uh, formation, and it worked really well. Yeah, created a lot more. Uh, we seemed a lot more fluid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't I think, but I think it's still too early to judge. I, I kind of, I do agree with that. I do agree with that because last season the the, the damn formation come under a little bit of criticism, but people didn't really pounce upon it because they thought they give Jones time to really bed it in, get some of his players involved in the system. And I do feel like it feels like the the go-to weapon to beat Jones with at the moment is the system. And I'm stick, not, the stick to beat Yeah, do not get me wrong, I saw holes in it. But I'm starting to get to the point now where I'm thinking, because it's it's that publicised about how poorly we played and how much press this diamond's getting, I'm starting to kind of, I can't see the wood for the trees anymore. I'm not sure 
if it was that poor, if it was just a one-off poor game, is the diamond truly that ineffective? I mean, it's only 90 minutes, or it was 65 minutes at that before he changed it. I'm not ignoring the fact it was awful, the performance. Jones will not be scrapping the diamond yet. No, no chance. So we, we've just got to give him a little more time with it. Uh, the We're initial ready. question that arose from some fans was that Campbell didn't start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people were calling for that after his former pre-season. Yeah. Uh, we went with a Phobie and Vokes. Um, Vokes seemed very ineffective. Oh, yeah. He had that early on chance as well. Yeah, uh, one one of the keeper. Um, Cumbersome. Uh, Vokes is weird. I, I defended Vokes a lot last year and I said he will come good for us, but I, I, I can't defend that. I can't defend that. He was the worst player on the pitch, I felt. He was so ineffective. He, he looked unfit or injured. Something wasn't right with him. Because mm. I hope to God, surely he wasn't just playing that poorly because he, he, was, he was awful. Awful. He was not great. He didn't uh, look. In, he didn't look fit to me. No, he didn't. I physically looked like he put a bit of weight on. Am I just seeing that? I don't know. A nice. bit, bit of unsharpness from a lot of players, and there's cert, there's certainly not the animals that uh, James has said they'd be. He mm. said they'd be animals. They just weren't. They, they, they weren't. definitely weren't that. He, he made a phobe look. <laughs> I was going to say good, but better. Yeah, he's more accurate. Um, well, we did go 1-0 down pretty early on, and it was through a Butland mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not quite sure what he was doing, uh, why he was chasing that ball out, as it was so clearly unneeded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they literally scooped it over him into the box, and Jordan Hugel had a tap-in yeah. uh, between a few defenders. Did you think that first goal that we conceded was any fault of the diamond? Because they're, they're, I don't know where McLean was. He was positionally, he was kind. Of, there was no one there really. Maybe what was Jack to a point forced to come out because of how exposed that flank was. Oh, I can't remember everyone, everyone's positioning, but I, I can't pin it on that myself. There was, there was certainly cover. Cover was arriving, and I'll admit that Jack just did not need to come out that far. But when you see the way that ball, admittedly, it's a very good pass. But one pass just killed us. It, it completely, completely. Yeah, and that, that shouldn't happen. Okay, don't care how good of a ball is played, it shouldn't be doing that to the, to the defence midfield, and it, and it just did. Mm. Um, after that, there was a few chances, a few slight chances here and there. There was a free kick, what was uh, put into the box. Klukas uh, headed just wide. Yeah. Nick Powell had a volley as well. Yeah. We did have chances uh, to get it back. We did have chances, but I never felt that we were creating them sort of through good play. A dead ball's a dead ball, anything can happen. Nick Powell's chance, from what I remember, was a bit of a scramble in the box. The ball broke out to him. He just sat up and he volleyed. Yeah. I don't, we didn't create anything ourselves. It was just through maybe persistence or a little bit of looking around their box. Mm. They, they should have gone 2 0 with a sit of a header. They put wide as well. Yeah, but that should have been 2 0. Yeah. Easy, easy chance. I've got no idea how I missed it with a free head. Yeah, just five or six yards yeah. off. Yeah. But in the second half, um, I don't know if you can pin this one on the diamond, but. There was our midfield was absolutely it literally nowhere. wasn't in shot. Was that quite? There's an image doing the rounds on Twitter and whatnot. Yeah, of that. the gap. The, the gap. I think is as a um, it slipped the ball to him, and he's just got acres to run into. Admittedly, it was a great goal from that point onwards, and he he did Collins, didn't he? Not the greatest challenge from Collins, but then slotted it in. He slotted it in, but you should not be able to run from deep in the half right through on goal like that. There was nobody challenging him at all. That, I can only assume, is the fault of the diamond. Mm. I don't know where Cousins was as well. I mean, to be fair, if he's meant to be the base of the, the, this formation, I don't know where he was. 
was nowhere. Cousins had a cousins didn't have a great game. He didn't have a good game. No one did really. After that point, I generally was was fearing for the worst. I thought this they could get another. We were that exposed. It's one of moms that whenever we went forward, we looked absolutely outnumbered in every potential position. Whenever they broke, there was gaps everywhere. It just didn't work either way. That our players were just no way near the play at all. And then there was a few subs. Gregory and Campbell came on. And this has been brought up a lot since, not only to this this reaction, but the the game in general. But you were there, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Booze for a phobia. Yeah. For him to coming off. Yeah. Booze. On his first absolute, day of the season. Yeah. Absolute best ironic cheers that he went off. If we're being kind, but a phobia is quickly becoming the scapegoat. And the first game of the season, I, I did not like to see that. I, I thought he play poorly but there's no way I'm booing him or ironically cheering him at all I think that's just this is what I said I think I said this in the last podcast the worst case scenario for me was that them sort of like bad vibes from the crowd would emerge in the first game of the season Mm. and that's literally what happened and that's the worst thing we can have there's instant pressure on this squad now I'm not denying that the players didn't give the fans much to cheer about but to have this 65 70 minutes into the first game of the season booing a player that's going off it just it just doesn't bode well I'm not defending a Fovey's performance or anything like that it's just a bit just a bit poisonous at the minute yeah it it's is just, it seems like it's all carried on I can hear it honestly there was, it's absolutely replication of what we were experiencing towards the back end of last season you know that just like you say poisonous atmosphere around the ground and you're waiting for when there's a a misplaced pass or there's a moment where a phobia a ball was not long to him it was a good ball and it was it was an awful touch from him I'm not defending that right under his foot he went out for throwing to them and it was just like you just feel this tension there was groans and moans and all sorts and it was just like well you said it best poisonous it really was not a good atmosphere it's not what you want going into the first day of the season no no at all um, the other probably standout chance was the one at the end Danny Bart. Danny Bart. Keepers come out, completely misjudged it. It's gone over his head, and Danny Bart heads towards goal. No one around, and it just rolls, I think, rolls wide. Yeah, it, was, it was a shocker, really. Wasn't it? I think he was anticipating that the, the keeper was going to come clattering. I think he just completely got his body shape all wrong. It, it was a sitter. I, we played well in the last 15, 20, but I th- we, we didn't deserve to draw that. I think QPR were fairly dominant, 65, 70 minutes, really. No, I agree, I think they should have did so to draw that. Um, another thing that happened during the game is that one that felt quite obvious and makes me think more than ever that we need to go out and buy a left back is they targeted James McLean yeah, so hammered much. It, hammered it, didn't they? And it, someone said on Twitter, you know, it's, it's not hard to go after the player that isn't playing mm. in a, his, his normal position. And yeah. I think that if he's going to be our first, first choice left back throughout the season, I'm really concerned because he's shown that he's not that great in that position he's not going forward to be fair to McLean I thought going forward going he was forward, reasonably way effective against he should be that's, that's his position yeah he, he got several crosses in and, and did it quite quite well down the line but as you say yeah as a full back a left back terribly exposed all the time all the, time. the problem with the diamond is I think it's been often quoted the full back that's the most important element of that whole formation to a point but if you're going to utilise this formation, the fullbacks have got to be a world class. They've got to be amazing. They've got to be some of the best fullbacks in the division. And one of them isn't even a left back mm. at all. And it just it looks it just doesn't work. We haven't got the players for it. I can see it at the moment. Anywhere. Yeah, it's difficult. 
It's really difficult. I mean, we've got Stephen Ward, um, but like I said, I don't think he's going to. He or he can play twice in a week uh, with his injury past. I don't know. I just feel like we need we we need to go out and buy. At least. Another thing that people have said is, we had a perfectly good right back in place. Why wasn't that formally invested in the left back for Thomas Smith? That's not saying Thomas Smith's a bad player. I thought he was okay on Saturday, but it just seemed a little bit short-sighted that we've had to scramble and put a midfielder in at left back, and now we we went out and bought for the position we we arguably were the best player in. Don't know. Weird one. Bizarre. Do we have a best and worst? Best. Tommy Smith. Smith was. Oh, he did okay. He did okay. I'd, I'd probably go with Ince, even though he had 20, 15 Didn't minutes long. But he did look bright. He, he looked bright when he came on. I thought Nick Powell showed brief glimpses of, of quality. Certainly the first half, where he kind of like dribbled around a, a few bit, players. A bit, of a, a bit of a strange one to take off. Yeah, I can't figure that one out. I'm not I sure if he's injured. From, from yeah, from what I've seen today, because obviously they had the open training day today. I think I saw someone say on Twitter he was training alone in, yeah. in trainers, not boots. Yeah. So I'm not sure if he's picked up a knock. Which suggests he's injured, which is, well, I don't want to be injured, like, but I, I thought he was reasonably bright. I was a bit shocked to see him go off, so I assume it was an injury. Um, this is depressing to say, but I'm going to go with Vince, but I'm going to give a massive nod to Collins as well. Yeah, Collins, Collins was great. I mean, admittedly, he, the goal. he wasn't great for the goal, and you can't ignore that. And I, I did fail to see that initially until I rewatched the goals back. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Tom Ince, which is a bit depressing, but with a big nod to Collins. Because what 18, 19, first mm. full 90 minutes in a decent standard of football championship, he's gonna be some player. He really, really is gonna be some player. And that was the only real positive to come from the game. Mm-hmm. Worst, I think it was Vokes. Yeah, Vokes was non-existent. He was shocking. He was absolutely non-existent. Oh, he might have not been on the pitch. He was really, really anonymous. Awful. I'm fine with those rankings. Yeah. I'll, I'll take them. Yeah, I'll take yeah. them. Um, now we move on to transfer news, etc. Today, so to say. I'm oh, sorry. Before we do move on, <laughs> you know, I saw this all over Twitter as well. The club eventually did a refund, but the streaming broke again for, oh, for most people. Um, I don't know what we're well, doing. What happened with it now? I think it just didn't work for the, but it, but it a is, lot of the first half. Has it been outsourced now to a third party? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but the club refunded everyone. So. Like we said, I mean, everyone jokes about it and has a laugh, but it is so bad. It is so bad. Mm. All the overseas fans, like my mum and dad, just every single week, almost, just can't watch it. And they're paying for it, 145, I think a quid it is now, for the season ticket. So they claim that for the whole season ticket one, or they just sack it out for the game by game? just get the game. Anyway, um, news from today, Bojan. He's gone, hasn't he? Gone. After five years at the club, um, it sounds weird thinking five years. Five it doesn't feel like five years. Oh, yeah, he's been, been, not, been really, alone for two. Yeah, we've not really seen much from this past two and a half, have we? Really? Um, arguably instrumental in some of the best football ever seen at the mm-hmm. club. Uh, that peak time of Stoke Alone with Shakiri, Onarvich, Afalai, and Sonzi, all the crew, um, beating Manchester United, Manchester City at home, mm-hmm. uh, Everton away, four three game, uh, spring to mind. His goals against Tottenham. Uh, Shrewsbury, um, Arsenal. The, the the game against Arsenal where he was absolutely one of the best individual performances I've it seen. Was, yeah, someone in a Stoke shirt. Um, 
he, I'd like to say he'd be missed, but Nathan Jones wasn't going to use him anyway by the looks of things. It's a weird one, though, yeah, because I, I, I fully agree with your sentiment of how good he was during that Stoke loan and all that sort of stuff, and he really was, but how many managers is that now that have just said, have not included him? And he, I don't know, Lightning can't strike four times, or how many, how many managers it's been. Something clearly wasn't working behind the scenes, and I don't think we quite know the realities of Bojan's mentality. So something wasn't right. Mm. Something wasn't right. It, it, it's gutting he's gone, but I think most people, even those who think he's the best thing since sliced bread, acknowledge that it was time for him to go, and I, I do as well. He's gone to me. He left a message as well uh, to all the final, uh, you know, the final before he goes, and he says, "As my time as a Stoke player comes to an end for good today, I can't help but look back on all the good times I've had here." and which will always have a special place in my memory and heart. I've had the privilege of playing for the club in the Premier League and enjoying some of the me memorable wins, as well as scoring against the likes of Liverpool, Manchester United, Manchester City, Tottenham and Arsenal, which are without doubt some of the best memories of my career. However, the most important thing for me is to thank the fans for their constant support during my time at the club. The Potters fans were always there in both the good and the bad times to offer me their affection, something which I'll really value and that I'll never forget. I'd have liked to have said goodbye in another way, but sometimes you don't get to choose how things work out. One thing for sure is that Stoke will always be one of the most special places for me. Thank you, Potters fans. Oh, tearing up? Not really. I think it run its course. <laughs> I, I, thanks, thanks, Jeffrey. Oh, yeah, you are much I, loved, but I, I think <coughs> it's been drawn out this exit, hasn't it, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm tearing up, Craig. Oh, yeah. Who was it? I was thinking this today. He started at home last year, didn't he? Towards the end and played amazing, arguably the man of match. Last season, last game of the season. No, it wasn't against Sheffield United. It was God, who was it now? He started at home. It was nil nil. We drew. I know which game you mean because he came on. and He was the brightest player on the pitch. Was it Chef Wednesday? I think it was Chef Wednesday at home. And we did a podcast after that, and I thought for all this kind of like he's going to disappear at Stoke. There's a brief glimmer that we might. We thought, yeah, if he might be if, if he keeps that up, yeah. He'll be it, he'll be it. At the top of that diamond next season. Yeah. Uh, he looks bright. Never happened. It was dashed. It was never really never, seen again. Ever. Thank you for the memories at Bowie and yeah, good thank, luck thank with you. whatever you go thank on you. to. Well, apparently he's off to the MLS, which will be an interesting one. Yeah. Um, we've got three days, Craig, until the window shuts. Mm -hmm. The Gale link seems dead. West Brom, if anything. I get the impression of the front for that one now. West Brom alone, Leeds are also after him. Um, apparently, you know, it was funny because we said on this podcast last week that there was no actual news links, and then one came out uh, a day or so after that saying that we backed away from 15 million and his wages, apparently, that we couldn't afford. That came from the Newcastle Chronicle. I don't think it's a case of we can't afford, I think it's more of a case of FFP, yeah, which we're you know quite wary of at the moment. But that link came, and then the one that said. West Brom were after him back on loan, although Steve Bruce is looking to keep him there, uh, which doesn't, I don't think he'd like to stay there. They've just signed Joe Linton, they've got Al Almiron, they've just signed St. Maxime as well, so they look quite bolstered oh in the God. strike force yeah. now. I could see him going back to West Brom on loan, to be honest. Yeah, I, 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 I just don't think Newcastle wants him on the wage, but I think he will go. Whether we're willing to stick a neck out, I don't know, but I, I do think he'll be in the Championship. This season, mm -hmm. I my good time. It's going to be West Brom again. Like we say, this is going out on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It closes on Friday. There's still time. What else do you want to see? Do you want to see a left back? I think we have to after what we saw on Saturday. 
because like you say the only option left back is Ward who, whose injury kind of history is not great for a long season in the Championship McLean isn't a left back even if we change the formation to flat 4-4-2 McLean is not a left back so we're pretty desperate in that position it, it depends what formation you go I, I still look at our squads and I think if we play the right formation we've got decent depth all over the place that's why it's so difficult to say we need to strengthen you could say striker I still think we're a little bit lacking with out and out wingers but again if we're not playing a flat four in the middle it doesn't really matter if mm -hmm. Jones isn't going to go with that the biggest priority has got to be a left back though after that every position is arguably as weak as weak as the next one if that makes sense not to say they're all weak but do you know what I mean there's yeah. no real kind of big I don't know it's all much for muchness after that over to Jones because I, I, I don't know <laughs> an issue, a striker we've been linked with as well after the Gale link seemed to go downhill it's Connor Wickham mm. don't like that I, I, don't, I don't think he's anything too drastically different to what we've got and the problem isn't who we've got up front it's how we, we get the ball and supplying them I think I saw someone quote on Twitter that they don't think Gale will get more than 10 in a Stoke shirt anyway because of the lack of service I think that's a tad over the top but I certainly appreciate the sentiment I, I don't think strike is the problem I think it's the formation agreed yeah, to sort out before Friday, in die. Yeah, stay or go. Etebo, or well, I think he'll stay, but he's, he's just just he's still not back yet. He's not, is he? He wasn't at the wasn't opening training wasn't today, today, which today. is a tad worrying. Um, hopefully, he's coming back because he's. It's a bit worrying, isn't it? I did see a few people starting to get a little bit nervy that he's just kind of disappeared from conversation and that would be an absolute disaster to lose him in the 11th hour but I, I assume he's just recovering from the African Cup of Nations and that, that's that's it but no touch wood the other one Bruno could go Bruno as I said last week if the opportunity comes he needs to go I just think let's draw a line to that one get him off the wage bill and the latest link which came today was Axel to Nzebi from Man United apparently we inquired about a loan mm -hmm. uh, but he wanted to stay and fight for his place after having a pretty successful season last year at Aston Villa on loan and getting yeah. promoted he would have been probably the cover that we need if Bruno's going to leave and yeah. short crosses out but that looks like that's also dead in the water. So other than that, it's pretty sound, isn't it? I, I, I honestly do not have a clue what positions we're going to target. I, I, I really... I wouldn't be stupidly shocked if nothing else happens now. There's got to be. There's got to what be. What position do you think we're going to target, though? Other than, other than less striker. Like, striker. But do you, do you think I'm, I'm correct in what I'm saying? That stri I feel like the striker at the moment is a tad irrelevant because we're not getting a ball up there anyway. Maybe. Maybe. We created nothing. We put As bad as votes was, and I'm not excusing that, I don't think we put in anything for him to work with, cross-wise, all game. It's going to be interesting times, put it that way. Um, mm. Like I say, three days left. Hopefully we can get something done. Hopefully we get a few new faces in. Because um, we haven't spent four million. That's four million, two million on Lindsay as well. So yeah, we, we, we've not Six spent million. too much. Um, we cooped a little bit here and there. Um, nothing, nothing too special nothing no. much probably get a fee for and die not too much because again we've let his value plummet mm -hmm. god knows Bruno four three or four maybe if, if you count them we've spent one or two million I know total let all the free signings yeah hopefully we get something done some business done uh, lastly before we get into the people's questions this weekend just gone QPR game marked the last ever oat cake 
Which is an absolute tragedy. Sad. It's, it's heartbreak. I've been reading that for as, as long as we go going. Stoke. Stoke City Institution. It really uh, is, yeah. I always remember um, reading it. My dad always brought it. Was me and Mar Lady? Was that in there? Or was that the Sentinel? There was always a comic strip. I can't remember which You always had a comic strip. They had loads in there. They had Hard Bastard comic strip. I remember I Hard Bastard. The Burslin Boys. Um, there was the fella that used to play for Stoke Reserves in the 70s. Um, Frank, something or other. There was loads. I absolutely love them comics. Me and as a kid, that's what me and more ladies the Sentinel. But I remember Hard Bastard definitely. Hard Bastard, great. Yeah, um, you're a little older than me, so you remember more probably. Probably. I mean, Dad's got my Dad's got the stacks. They're, they're everywhere. Stacks. So the tragedy after buying him for like well, as long as I can remember, we didn't get one the last day. They sold out everywhere. Couldn't get near it. Yeah, apparently they're doing orders. They as well. are. For those that don't know, actually, because I emailed them. If you go on the OK Twitter page, there's um, well an email address where you can request a copy. Yeah. And I did that, and luckily they, they said they're going to get some new ones out. I get paid for it. a couple of cents and we flat, so I will get one eventually. But yeah, it's a shame we couldn't get one on the last of the match day to flip through um, in the stand out pretty quick. Yeah. Apparently. Um, but you know that was a sign. And, you know they've quoted a lot of things like you know the. The magazine takes the form of, you know, the bear pit or, you know, all these online platforms there is now to discuss and speak about Stoke. Um, There's still something about going to the game and, and having the physical that. thing in your yeah. hand that you can read. I really miss that. Because, I mean, I don't think, I, I don't know who's buying the programme, because I find the programme's generally boring. There's nothing inside from there that I find. But the, the OK was, it was great. It will be sorely, sorely missed. So you've got to say thanks to Martin Smith and the team and, and the guy who worked on it for the past 30 odd years because... I was going to say, to keep it running that long. They also won fanzine of the year, one year. Yeah. Um, which yeah, obviously is a testament to the, 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 the brand that they were creating. Uh, they were very out there. Um, one of the first out there. Pushing boundaries, you know, the suicide pills joke. Wouldn't be, al- wouldn't be allowed nowadays. <laughs> no chance, yeah. But, um, no chance. You know, glad they did it. And, uh, you know, I think all state fans will always be thankful for, yeah. you know, the OK. And I'm sure it will be missed. I'm, just, I'm gutted you never got onto like an online platform to be honest. I mean, I know well, they got the okay. but well, yeah, but that's I, really. as, as Martin Smith has said, I don't think he really they don't have much ownership of the website, the message board, the okay. I think it just bears his name, but it's a shame the articles couldn't exist in an online form to be honest because they're amazing. There's some really good kind of writers that contribute towards the okay, and I don't know where they're going, but I'd like to think they'll, they'll pop up somewhere because they were they were great. Mm, like but a we'll digital see. version. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Maybe they just couldn't be asked. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's get on to the people's questions. This will be happy. I'm sure it will. And positive. Ashley Bo Bennett says, "Do you think Jones has got what it takes for us to finish as a top half playoff team? Personally, I think he does, and I think he will definitely get better with him." I would be happy to with mid table this year as long as Tyrese Edwards, Collins, and Verlinden get plenty of game time. See, I wouldn't be happy with mid-table. If we finish mid-table, the season's a failure, in my opinion. I think, I keep quoting looking at our squad, what we spent last year, and who we brought in this summer. I'd be extremely disappointed if we're not challenging for the playoffs as an absolute minimum. Yeah, I, w- I want to see, I want to have some excitement. I don't yeah. want to be drifting around mid-table mm-hmm. and nothing to play for. Nicholas Johnson says, is promotion really realistic or are we just basing our current hopes on our past status? We were arguably the worst performing t- team this weekend and look a million miles away from teams like Leeds and West Brom. I don't know. I don't know. Is it realistic? It's very difficult to say after one game, but collectively when you look at Jones' time from start to now, not much has changed. I can appreciate the sentiment that we're not looking like the candidates at the moment, but I just hope things turn around rapidly. Because they have, they have to, don't they? Mm. 
Alexander Gibson, fickle fans not understanding how one game doesn't define a club's season, but how they overreact to a player's performance. Honestly, think we will play better away than at home. I do agree. With that. I mean, I, I I agree that the, the fan booing all that stuff was just like bang out of order. But what I don't agree with that sentiment is that it, the one game thing, because I think fans are remembering the back end of last season as well, and they're seeing so many worrying similarities between the two. I think that's where the booing came from, that nothing has changed all summer. We looked as poor, if not worse, than we did last year. Just a massive teacher only flying past the guard. So I understand where the frustration come from. I think 99.9% of the fans weren't frustrated because it was one sole bad performance. They were collectively grouping Jones as 10 years a whole. But then the flip side, I appreciate we, we need just to give him a little more time before we really chuck a, a toys out of the pram. Agree, agree. Geordie of Suburbia, are we not giving QPR enough credit? We were awful, but they've got a good manager and made good signings. The game, the first game of the season, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, I, I, there's a massive question mark around QPR. Some are quoting their you know, relegation candidates, some are saying up and mid-table. Others are even quoting that they could push playoffs just because of the manager who's highly regarded. So, time will tell. It's difficult to, to answer that one really in and now, but time will tell. Uh, the big Nathan says, would you try Edwards at left back if Nathan wants to keep Smith at right back? I, I Did, didn't we try that once? I don't know. I'd, I'd be half tempted if we don't get a proper left back in. I'd be half tempted. I mean, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? How easy is it for someone to, a right foot to adapt? If we are doing that, it's a worry because obviously something's not worked. It's not right. Yeah. Uh, Dom says, why do we have the most impatient fans in the world? I think it, it, it's I've got, we are impatient and I do think, you know, the booing uh, or jeering of a phobia and the rest of the team is wrong, 100%. But I also think, fuck me, we've not had much to We've not, we really, celebrate. yeah, we've really, we've had two and a half years of like a, a steep, steep decline. Shit just absolute shit yeah so I see both ways I don't think we should be booing engineering players but I can understand why some fans are yeah I understand where the frustration lies but I don't agree with vocalising it to that extent at this moment yeah we should be all be just behind the team for at least for a month yeah <laughs> for, a, for a while yeah just get then, some faith and then fill your boots but just uh, give it a month Harrison says Greg's is getting takeaway are you excited yes yeah I suppose Ordering a few sausage rolls and all that. Oh, this is yeah, a little bit long-winded for sausage roll. <laughs> um, there is a few absolutely <laughs> people who look like they're ready to end it, such as Santiago Dangerfield. Who says there is there any point in football anymore? No. Uh, and Sean who says, will we ever win again? <laughs> but Lee says, why did? Well, he says, why did you, I mean, we're not picking the team, but why did you play Vokes and Aphobian for up front in the last game? And play Campbell and Gregory from now on because uh, that didn't make that much sense. I think basically, why did we choose Vogue's and Phobia, not Campbell and Gregory? I mean, it's first game of the season, no one really knows the reality. That's clearly the team that he's been focusing on all season, which was shown with the Leicester friendly. So we were purely going off the notion of what the manager had been seeing and was probably going to put faith in. Really? Yeah, I agree. Adam Kate Jack Bertie says custard slice or scone? This question is also for Charlie Adam. Uh, 
probably a custard slice. They're a bit messy, but they're nice. Neither. Don't do desserts. Do you know? No. Do you know? Also, the same person says, Can Craig please explain his praise of Charlie Adams' shape and fitness when after many months of being unfit for us, with little fat defenders running rings around him, when he, then when he is out of contract with no match fitness, Charlie Adams manages to get in good shape, fit and find a new club. Where was Charlie when we needed him, apart from sitting on his arse on TalkSport? What another disgraceful player who was ultimately was unprofessional to our club and fans. Please forgive his skills and quality when his lack of fitness prevailed for longer at Stoke City. Thank you. I said that last week, didn't I? He looked a lot trimmer. Yeah. Now he's at Reading. I mean, yeah, no, it's a good. I can't explain it now because I don't know Charlie personally. But I, I, it is frustrating because I do think there's a decent footballer in there if you can kind of get him in good shape. And he's decided for whatever reason to do it for Reading, but but not for us towards the, the latter part of his Stoke career. Yeah, a little bit frustrating. A little bit frustrating. I can't explain it there. Um. Let's have a look. Everyone's going on. Everyone is going on. So much mentions of Joe Allen. There's a few saying about he's a netless chicken. We've not mentioned Joe Allen yet, have we? Um, he got a bit slaughtered, didn't he? He did get slaughtered. Um, let's get on to the Instagram questions. Sorry, Facebook, but you've, we've all sort of answered yours. Um, what was Butland doing? Says Adam Ratter, SCFC. We've sort of gone into it that. It was a fuck up, wasn't it? Just no excuse in it. It was a, just yeah, a big up. fuck up. And I saw a lot of Villa fans, by the way, on Twitter saying, "Thank God." You know, they, they got heating in the end. Yeah. You're saying, thank God, after that. Uh, His stock has dropped through the floor, hasn't it? Um, again, so many about the diamond. Um, what, what's the general, the general question about the diamond? What, should we play it? Is it shit? Is it good? What, what, what are people generally getting out regarding it? A lot of people are just saying, ditch it. It seems obvious we can't play it, says Josephine Hill. Um, Daniel Tapley says, do you believe in the diamond and is it the way forward? I do not. Um, Ashley Gould says ditch the diamond keep it simple 4-4-2 Joe Allen should be running the show in the championship but he looks puzzled a lot of people do not like this diamond does it change though when Etterbill comes back slightly but I still think both Klukas and Allen as the centre midfielders in the diamond you've still got one there even with Etterbill in that doesn't suit it be that Allen or Klukas I think it'll probably be Allen and Etterbill I don't think it changes it enough I think you need you need quicker fullbacks and two Etebos, or at least two two players with similar energy and strength to Etebo. Uh, so no. SXM Bomb and Harrison Burton say it was just a bad game. Why is everyone so negative? It's a very good QPR side. Are they very good? No, not played one. No, at this stage, not very good. I wouldn't say. Uh, it was shocking. Oh, the tea trolley. Fuck me. We got China's tea trolley outside. It was bad. I mean. Charlton is all of a sudden and frustrating a huge game for the club, isn't it? If we put another bad performance against them, mm. it's going to be horrendous. It's going to be awful. I've got a, f- a funny comment here, and it's funny because <laughs> I remember being in this situation last year. Matt Thorne, Norwich lost four of their six opening fixtures last season. Are oh, we jumping the gun? Listen, I remember sitting here last season and saying, Fulham lost... 10 of their yeah, 11 season. games and they went up and then, listen we can't go off other people other teams records and other teams um, you know eventual success this is us yeah it, it's, it's not just the the result here it's the performance if there was like slight hints that we, we performed well we're unlucky fine I'd get that point but the performance does not look like a team that's going anywhere 
Um, a lot of people also saying about the booing for a phobia was ridiculous. We we agree. It won't help at all. The fans are stupid, says Lewis Newton. Um, you know, I agree with that. You should not be booing at this stage in the season or jeering your own player, really. Um, Alex Bennett says, still think we'll get playoffs. I do. Question or is that a question? I, I, you know, I do. I think we could, if we make a few signings or so, um, you know, players sort of bed in with this formation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I still, I'm, you know, I'm not getting pessimistic yet. I'm still hoping someone can come in this season. Um, London Roadman says, do you think Jones will still be our manager by May? I don't know. It's just... I'm going to say yeah, because he's going to turn it round. It'll be, we'll be on the promotion parade at that point, so it's, it's fine. Um, Jay Corden says, at 15 says, I believe Boja leaving is a good thing. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah, it's a good thing because it just divides the fan base at the minute and his time seems to be up. I Although think, I still think he could have, could have if, if, if Nathan Jones wanted him, I still think there's a place for him and at the top of that diamond uh, with everything that I've ever seen from that guy in that position. But he's gone now and I'm, you know, I'm not bitter, bitter about it. I think it had to happen really. I was, I was kind of sick of the whole kind of saga with Bergen. Not Nothing against him personally, but I just think we need to move on from that thing because it was annoying. Finley Happlestone says, Elliot, we've seen you play for XO. Get up top for Stoke, please. Listen, send a contract my way. Um, a few grand a week, I will take it. Um, is there any more left? Uh, I don't think there is. What do you eat on What do you eat on an oat cake, says Ian Maddox? I think we've done this before. Cheese and beans. Stoke fans are obsessed with oat cakes, do you think? Yeah. They are nice, aren't they? I know, but like every time playing a size, it's like, have they had an oat cake yet? Have they had an oat cake yet? Um, <laughs> we are Stoke 747. How do you think we'll get on in League One next season? Don't be daft. Um, I think that's about it for the questions. Positive Cheers. as ever positive do zero out of ten there wasn't it <coughs> well there's one bloke was like we'll be fine don't worry about it yeah other than that it was it was bad wasn't it but let's go into it this weekend is charlton away game they had a big win against blackburn yeah they did opening very day good, of very the season victory. blackburn who everyone was expecting fucking old team man blackburn who everyone was expecting to roll over charlton i think they were pretty odds on at home to win that game mm-hmm. um but they didn't Charlton beat them 2-1 and we get now go to the Valley I'm worried I'm, I'm a bit worried I'm worried I think basically you're getting two contrasting kind of um, personalities if that's the right term collectively Stoke feels down here a little bit Charlton would be absolutely just come off lying just causing motivation I'm, I'm really worried I don't want to quote what I think the result's going to be I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to say I'm a little bit worried okay. but I, I hope I'm massively wrong here and we, we pull it out and I do think you're right I think I do genuinely think being away from home will be a, it's probably a little bit of light relief at the moment for us well that's gone off the scene um, there we go it is it is an interesting one so to say do you stick with the diamond I don't know I, I, I really don't know I I can't ignore how poor it looked on Saturday. I don't know. 
I'm, I'm just going to jump on the fence here. I'm, I'm not I'm, sure. I'm, gonna, I'm willing to give it a little more time, hopefully out of those back, uh, although it's not looking likely at the moment. Hopefully a new signing or two. I'm willing to stick with it for a little bit. It depends if Etebo is back. I think if Etebo is back, he does, he does make some sort of difference that time. The problem with it is, I think for your two central midfield players in, in the Diamonds, they've got to be... I think the biggest strength they've got to have is energy, speed and strength. Because I think your main thing really is to basically win turnover possession quickly. Mm. That isn't Klukas and Allen. Allen is awful at tackling. I think that's his biggest weakness to be honest. He just, every time he goes in for a 50-50, he always loses out. I think his strength is buzzing around the opposition box, not sitting in midfield trying to break up the play and turn over possession. I, I couldn't think of two worse players in our squad to play in that centre midfield than Klukas and Allen. Mm. They're just not suited for it at all. At all. Hopefully it changes then. Mm. This Saturday. Charlton. Away from home. You going? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'm looking excited because it's Stoke. It's on a Saturday. It's three o'clock. It's still a good laugh. It's literally across the water. Across the Thames from where I live. So I can I could swim to it. Could you? Mm. Annoyingly, I'm actually in the north for a wedding the day before. Oh dear. So even though I live in London, I'm actually in the north. I've got to travel. I've got to travel down. There we go. Unlucky Craig. Yeah. Uh, so we will see you at Charlton, maybe. Um, that has been the Bear Pit Pod. Make sure you listen, like, wherever. YouTube, SoundCloud, iCast, Spotify. There's probably another button. I just forget. But that has been the Bear Pit Pod. Thank you very much for listening. See you later.